Yo. What are you saying, man? What are you back saying? Back in the cup, man. Yeah, we're back. We're back. We're back, back in the cup. Um, I'm doing well, man. How are you doing? You all right? I'm well still. I'm well, man. I'm all good. I'm all good. <laughs> it's all good in the hood still. Uh, wonderful to hear, man. Yo, guys, welcome to another episode of the Purple Podcast. My name is Emmanuel. My name is also Corriday. I'm accepting it now. It's just, yeah, it's what it is. My name is David. They also call me a DB in the village. But, yeah. <laughs> in the village. You ever been to the village? <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't been to the village, no. <laughs> this no, guy but, said in the village. But, yeah, man, that's that's what they go. They call me still. So, depending on where you know me, is you can use either one interchangeably. So yeah, man, welcome back to another episode of the Purple Podcast. Shout yeah, out yeah. to the Purple People, the Purple Nation. Gang, gang, Love gang. Um, and we're back with another one. Look, we're going to get straight into it. Straight Identity. Into it. You Identity. know, when we did the first, um, our very first episode about not, don't ever tell a man no. Um, you know, one of our listeners gave us some feedback and, you know, the question then came, you know, that a lot of young black boys, a lot of young black guys, they don't. They haven't found themselves. Mm, mm, mm. And that's so interesting because a lot of people f- act and think that they have found themselves. They yeah. feel like they've found themselves. True. So it comes back to this whole question of identity and what identity is. We even have things that are, you know, identity politics. Yeah. yeah. When it then becomes a thing of, you know, playing politics with people's identities and almost like a an us versus them, like... You know, oh, is it because I'm this or is it because I'm that? But we're not even going to get into all of that just yet. Identity. Do you think a lot of young... First of all, is it important? Because I know that, you know, a lot of of people, um, even in in the church, Mm. you know, they they focus on identity. A lot of people talk about identity. Mm. They talk about things which tie quite closely to that, like purpose. Is identity overrated? Not at all. I mean, quite frankly, I think anybody who thinks identity is overrated they need some serious help like serious help because really and truly when you think about it, your identity how can i kind of phrase this your identity is what people will see of you is how people will perceive you do you see what i'm saying mm. so like how do you act how do you behave what's your moral compass what do you believe what are your set of values what are your morals do you know what i'm saying mm. and it's like that is your identity that's who people will meet. That's how people decide whether they want to know you on a closer basis, on an arm's distance basis, on any kind of basis, or whether they don't want to know you at all. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Identity is definitely not overrated, not by a long shot. Impossible to navigate this world without identity. 100%. You will either form identity for yourself or it Mm. will be formed for you. Oh, yeah, facts. Big facts. Like, based on what you've just said, I'm in total agreement with you. And even just... In the definition now, you know, one of the definitions on here is the fact of being who or what a person or thing is. Yeah. Like, we live in a world full of definitions. Yeah. yeah. Like, unfortunately, that's changing today with all this moral relativism and mm-hmm. just general relativism in general where, you know, it's like, you know, oh, you know, the color of our walls in our room are bl- is blue. Yeah, the color yeah. of the walls in this room is blue. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, that depends on you know whether you're what kind of spectrum you're looking at and blah blah. blah the that's, sky that's is blue. Nonsense. Well, that depends on this and that's that nonsense. and radio that's and different nonsense. Look, we live in a world full of definitions, and we cannot 
navigate this world without definition. True. We define, every, it's what we do as human beings. Mm -hmm. That's why we call a tree a tree. That's why we call a lion a lion. True. That's why we call a house a house. Everything has a definition. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've got words to describe everything. Mm. And so when it comes to human relationships then, and even um, who you are as a person, mm -hmm. that is either something you will define or something others will define for you. Yeah, yeah. So the question is then with, with people in general, Let's just talk about generally in this day and age that we're living in, particularly with uh, millennials and Gen Z. Mm. You know, do you think uh, loads of people know their identity? Not at all. Um, not at all. And it's it's very apparent in the way people move and in the way people act and behave. A lot of people just follow other people, you know. Um, a lot of people, they copy trends they follow trends i remember when fluxes were the new thing in town oh everybody was on fluxes and those shoes what are fluxes for those who don't know fluxes they're like these there's a like they're like a brand of adidas shoes like type in adidas fluxes on google and you'll see the type of shoes that come up um and e I, I remember everybody was wearing those shoes all my days and never have i seen you know a brand or a type of shoe plummet in fashion so quick those shoes went from 100 to zero and the moment you know they weren't the new you know best thing to wear or the most popular thing to wear then people started to ridicule other people for wearing fluxes they mm -hmm. quickly became shoes that everyone would wear to shoes that basic people wear, or basic betty's wears you know what i'm saying or people people who they just follow the trends they just yes, follow everything and loads of people are unique doing or individual loads of people are doing it do you know what i'm saying you know, a wise person once said, if you can't buy something um, or a certain item, if you can't buy it three times over, don't even buy it in the first place. Mm. And yet we see all these guys that quite a lot of them aren't even making legal money. Let's put it out there. Yeah, They're all flexing, buying Louis Vuitton, buy, buying um, Versace, buying um, well, all these other brands, uh, Canada Goose and all these kinds of things here. Mm. And it's all because they see other people doing it they see like artists or rappers doing it or people that look like they're rich they see mm. them doing it you know what i'm saying yeah and it all goes up to identity because and it's a thing where because they see um rich people and people of influence doing it they also want to be a person or, or people of influence so mm. they copy that all of, it all comes back to identity do you know what i'm saying yeah and it's like um it's that one thing we mentioned in the in the first episode don't tell a man no who are you patterning yourself after? Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Who are your role models? Because you will mold your life to be like your more, like your role models. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it's 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 wild, man. It's wild for sure. You know what I was saying? In addition to everything you've said, like there's a saying: if you don't stand for anything, you'll fall. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Oh yeah, yeah. In order to be right. able to stand for something, you need to know who you are. Yeah. Like you need to you need to know what that thing is, mm. and you need to know who you are. Mm -hmm. If you don't know who you are, it will be defined for you, as we've said previously. Yeah. yeah. And if that's defined for you, you'll follow other things. Like mm. you'll be made to follow things, and that's what a lot of people are doing. Where it's like, and that's partly why we have this purple podcast. You know, we have it so that you can hear something different. Like we want you to listen and disagree. We want you to listen and agree. Mm. Like we want you to have your own opinion. But if you disagree, like learn to listen to someone who doesn't have the same opinion as you yeah. and stand your own ground. Hundred. And if you know, if you then come to be persuaded, which is a different thing, um, then you come to be persuaded. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But again, like if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. 
Mm. And that I think that kind of speaks to value systems. Yeah. Anything that you are willing to um, undergo opposition or go against opposition for yeah. is something that you value. Mm, 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 and a lot of people, um, like you were saying, they will, because they, they don't know who they are mm. or what they value is wrong, um, well, I say what they value is not necessarily to their benefit. Yeah. You know, they can easily, they are so malleable. Mm -hmm. They're so bendable. True. It's true, like, oh, true. these trainers are what the celebrities are wearing now, so you should be wearing them. They ebb and flow with all the trends. Yeah. It goes back to being like sheeple and not the good kind. Mm. Where it's like you're, you're a sheep. You don't know who you are. It's because your boys are doing this that you chase it. The blind leading the blind. Literally the blind leading the blind. So then the question, all right, so let's do this. How can someone know that they are being a sheeple or how can someone know that they are being, that they don't have identity, that they are just being, you know, tossed to and fro by every wind? How, um, how can you identify that? That's because a very good question. the funny thing is loads of people can look at other people and assume that, oh, you're just doing it. For example, this is a, this is a classic one. You're just a Christian because you were brought up that way. Or you're just a Muslim because you were brought up that way. Or... Like, you just do this because that's what the black community says you should do. Mm. Like, how can you know that you are... Uh, that's a slightly different topic. But how can you know that you lack identity? How does somebody identify that? That's a tough one because knowing you lack identity is something that's built gradually over time. Mm. So everybody reaches stages where they've lacked identity to a degree at one point or another. Do you know what I'm saying? So like, oh, this this is a this is a tough question. It's a very tough question. Cause the way I see it is because we all are obviously moving on in this lifetime, as you grow, like even after one year, you have a change of mindset on certain things, on certain topics, on certain, you know, subjects. Mm. So imagine how much more you'll change or will, will change or grow and adapt about yourself mm. over five years, over 10 years. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like, for one, it's, it's, it's difficult to identify it because, you know, with mankind in general, it's easier to always pick out faults from somebody else mm. and not notice your own. Yeah. Um, so... Is there a way you can pick it out? I don't think there's one, uh, one you know, one size fits all kind of way to point it out for anybody else. I think it's very, mm. very subjective for people. Mm. It's very subjective for people and people, everybody learns differently. They learn in their own ways. Do you know what I'm saying? Some people cut a lot of, you know, bad trends that they follow or whatever that, that might mold their identity. Some people cut that out a bit younger. So when they're 17, 18, 19, 20, some people have to wait until 35 or 40 to cut those things out. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? It, it's, it's, it's very, very subjective and it depends on the individual, in my opinion. Well, I would say, let's remember, so identity is defined um, by the fact of being who or what a person or a thing is. Mm. And I think the question then needs to be asked, what frames you as a person? The things that will frame you as a person will be the people you surround yourself with. Yeah, because yeah. we know bad company corrupts good character. Mm -hmm. So the people we know to a degree or sit with the wise and become wise. 
Yeah. You know, if you sit with the wise, you will become wise. It's like the people, your environment, your environment plays a a role or a very important role in framing the kind of person that you are. Definitely. So what does our environment consist of? Our environment consists of... um, our friends, mm. it consists of the pe- the things that educate us. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's the books we read or yeah, what we watch, what you know, we look at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fam- yeah, what we watch, entertainment, you know, the family members that we surround ourselves with. Mm-hmm. So I guess the question is, what do you surround, like what what do you surround yourself with or yeah. what are you surrounded by? Yeah. Um, and, you know, looking at yourself, and this is the next part I would say, in order to know whether you lack identity, I think the question needs to be asked because again, it's not really possible to lack identity. It's just that it will be framed for you by something or someone else. Yeah. yeah. So how can you identify whether you, whether you have been framed or molded by things around you? Um, well, I think one of the ways we can see that is when you, you do things that don't necessarily stem from your own decision or choice. Yeah, It's literally because somebody else has told you to do it or other people have told you to do it. Mm -hmm. And there's no seemingly rational reason for it. It's just, like you said, oh, all my friends are buying fluxes, so I have to buy them. Well, why do you have to buy them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I would say is in order to know whether your identity is something that you have ownership over, quote unquote, or something that has been framed for you by other people Mm. because again like to a degree other people framing your identity for you is not necessarily a bad thing the question is is your identity good or bad that's the real question yeah yeah it depends on who's who is framing your identity for you because we say that other people framing your identity for you is bad yeah because there seems to be a notion of a lack of autonomy there one Mm -hmm. but second we usually say it's bad when that identity is now becoming detrimental to yourself yeah 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 there's a lack of autonomy and it's detrimental to yourself. Mm-hmm. Or it's so it's beneficial to yourself in a way that's detrimental to others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where it benefits you is it's 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 de- yeah, detrimental to other people around you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you're for example, let's let's take one uh caricature. So in a lot of um in a lot of what Americans would call urban music, yeah, yeah. right? Um, or in a lot of rap, in a lot of popular rap, shall we say, mm-hmm. there's this identity of the black, typically black man, yeah, um, being this hyper aggressive. You know, I will steal your girl. Mm. Um, why? Just because I can. Power, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm richer than you. I'm handsomer than handsomer than you. I'm more. Uh, I've got a higher level of sexual prowess than you do. Yeah. And therefore I'm superior to you on the basis of those things. Mm-hmm. And that's usually the character that those individuals play. Yeah. Um, a lot of people then now try to actually extrapolate that and apply that in real life. Mm. The question is, why are you actually applying it in real life? We're talking yeah. about whether you can identify whether you have framed your identity or not, or whether you quote unquote have identity or not. Again, yeah, yeah. we've established it's not really possible not to have identity. Mm. But again, we're asking the question of, is it possible to know that you are not playing an active role in framing your own identity? Yeah. yeah. A lot of people have tried to extrapolate that kind of macho man. Um, that and narrative a, that, that popular rap has 
has created. That a lot of, not all, but a lot of popular rap has yeah, created. Yeah. And they've tried to apply that to real life. And it's actually not beneficial. Mm, it's mm. detrimental to you and to everybody. Yeah, yeah. So people who do that, you know, they will often tell you, oh, I'm the man. Yeah. It comes back to value systems. So I guess how do you, so if we find any answer to the question, how do you identify that your identity is framed by other people around you instead of yourself? Well, you have to confront the truth. Yeah. You have to confront the truth and listen to us, young men. Don't be, uh, don't be a coward. Young and old. Young and old, actually. Yeah, that's a good point. Don't be a coward. Mm. Don't be, and this goes, this is not just for young men, I mean it, and, or old men. It applies to women too. Don't be a coward. What do I mean? Confront the truth about yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, I like it. That's a great point. When I have sex with loads of women. Why? Why do you like that? Mm. Why does it make you happy to steal another man's woman? Mm. Why does it make you happy? Oh, because I feel powerful. Oh, that's tap still. Why is that the definition of power in your mind? Yeah, that's a great question. Why is that the definition of power? Where did that come from? Let me click, let me click, let me click. Let me okay, click, let me click. now we then have to ask the question, okay, is that actually beneficial? Mm. Well, I, I win. I get the woman, I get that pleasure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you've wrecked somebody else's life. Yeah, it's at the cost of somebody else's happiness. Yeah, yeah It's yeah. at the cost of somebody else's happiness. And that it, and your actions were very unwarranted. Like, there was, there was no need for you to actually do that. Now, watch this. I now hear that young man saying, well, I don't care. Next time he won't, you know, get on my nerves. I'm about to use a different word there. Next time he won't get on my nerves. He won't do this. He won't do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's simply apply that same rule to you. If it was your girl, how would you feel? Yeah, how would yeah. you feel? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't know how to switch it back on themselves and look at it and empathize with other people in the same situation. And where's this whole mentality coming from? This whole mentality of like you harming other people and that being your identity and you not caring about that. The issue with that is value. Yeah. What we are talking about here is valuing other people's lives. Yeah. And where does that come from? That comes from this whole notion of the Imago Day. <laughs> now, what is the Imago wait, wait. Day? The what? I think it's Latin. The Imago Day. Yeah, yeah. So basically having the image of God. You are an image bearer. You are made, whether you believe it or not, you're made in the image of God. Imago Day. And that immediately... Because this God is, is a God who loves all of mankind because mm. we're all image bearers, that immediately gives you value. We can get into that. It's, it's, it's kind of a little bit of a long one, but yeah. Yeah, it gives people value. Yeah, yeah. But again, let's, let's work it all the way back. Yeah. So the things that you enjoy to do, the things that you think makes you a man, mm -hmm. the things that you think it is, is what it takes to be a man. Where did you get that from? Mm. Why are you pursuing that? Why is that good? All of mankind has a particular issue. And one of the, just one of the many, many issues that all of mankind has mm -hmm. is this issue of defining good and evil for themselves. Defining yeah, what's yeah, right yeah, and wrong yeah. for themselves. True. Defining what, what they should pursue for themselves. Defining what they should give their time to yeah, for yeah. themselves. Mm -hmm. The question is, why do you think that the things you like are good? They may very well be good. Mm. And we'll talk about how you can know what's good or not. Mm -hmm. But the things that you pursue, why are they good? So I think that's where it begins when it comes to this whole matter of how can you know whether you are playing an active role in framing your identity and whether that's even a good thing. Mm -hmm. You know, the things that you enjoy, the yeah. things that you pursue, yeah. 
are they actually good? Are they beneficial to you or are they actually detrimental to you or are they detrimental to others? Yeah. Is the detriment worth it? Mm. So I think that's that's where it begins because a lot of people don't know even that. And like even in terms of even in terms of, you know, all this, you know, gang violence and all this stuff, you know, somebody from the ops got one of their brethrens and then they then continued the cycle of hatred and stuff like that. But then when you actually strip it back, why, why, why are you responding in such a violent manner? Do you know what I'm saying? I guarantee you, hundred like most of these people that are in these gangs, their parents all started them off in church. They know that to kill people is wrong. Do you know what I'm saying? But why is it their moral compass allows them to do such things? You know, why is it that their moral compass is dampened to the stage where they feel that it is okay to do what they are doing? Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? This it is it is a very very deep thing we're talking about here, a very deep thing, and you know. When it comes to identity, nothing is surface level. Nothing, absolutely nothing is surface level. There are, there are deeper questions and deeper meanings behind everything we do. And a lot of the times, you know, like you mentioned, people don't want to sit down and actually dig and get to the very, very root of their own identity mm. and why they do the things they do. Do you know what I'm saying? 100%, man. So I would say like, you know, let's start the conversation there. Like, don't don't be a coward. Like, you you do abs you absolutely need to look into yourself and be like, okay, why do I like the things that I like? Why do I hate the things that I hate? You know, this person doing this particular thing makes me angry. Why? Mm. You know, somebody giving me a bad look makes me angry. Why? I've and I the I, the way I feel, I need to retaliate to that is to fight them. Why? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, somebody saying something I don't agree with makes me angry that I'm going to cut you off. Why does it do that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Really, really look in within and look at um, almost even the involuntary things that you respond to. Mm -hmm. um, even the voluntary things that you respond to. Why are you the way that you are? Mm. And once you have identified those factors that play a role in forming who you are, mm -hmm. then you can now start to take power away from those negative things. Like identify, okay, this is the reason that I'm the way that I am. Yeah. Is that a good thing? Yeah, yeah. Is that actually a good thing? Mm. Once you've identified whether it's a good thing or it's not a good thing, you then have, hopefully by the grace of God, the power to then take power away from those bad things. Yeah, yeah. And now give yourself or submit yourself to a different standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, this this is all about your own decisions and what you choose. Do you know what mm. I'm saying? That's what it comes down to. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. You have the power to change um, what influences you and mm. the way you think about, about yourself and, you know, your own identity. You actually have power to change that. Mm. So when it comes to... Um, confronting the truth about yourself then and, and really, you know, asking yourself, hey, you know, what what has made me into who I am? Um, and is that a good or bad thing? I think at that point you need, you know, if you're going to confront the truth about yourself, you need a standard of truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you actually need a standard of truth because yeah, a lot baseline. of people are self-deceived. Mm. Like you're really out here telling yourself you're a man. You're really out here telling yourself that 
you know, you're a woman, but in actuality, like you, you don't, you, it's based off of maybe toxic examples that you've seen around you. Yeah. And if we're going to be honest, like there are some <sighs> of you who have based your masculinity or femininity on toxic examples around you. And there's still something inside of you which kind of tells you like, ah, this ain't right. And then the question I have for you then is, what is your actual standard of the truth? Yeah, yeah. Where are you getting your standard of the truth from? Yeah. Because again, what determines what is true in your life is what you are subject to. Mm, Everybody mm, mm. chases truth. Yeah, yeah. You know, Adolf Hitler, as horrible as he was, mm. he most likely believed that what he was doing was the right thing. Yeah, yeah. so to him, subjectively, it, that would have been his truth and his truth was absolute and it was right. And he and in his mind, he was correct. This is the right thing to do. There yeah. are a number of people who know that what they're doing is evil and they are doing that evil intentionally. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's a different story. But like there are people who, you know, this is the truth in my life. That's why I'm going to follow it. So my question to you then is, because we're talking about identity, mm -hmm. you know, what what is what defines truth in your life? What defines what is true? What defines what is good yeah, in yeah. your life? Because if what defines what's good is the society. There's a massive problem with that. The massive Monumental. problem with society defining what is good or, or, or evil or what's right or wrong is the fact that human beings are fickle, fickle, fickle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Completely and absolutely. What society says is right today will become the greatest evil tomorrow. Yep. I oh, am telling 100%. you. What it's society is saying is evil today. It's already been happening. It's already happening. Oh, it's, yeah. It's to be celebrated tomorrow. It's happened. Oh, it's happened. It's and happened. it's still happening. Yeah, man. Of course it I'm is. I'm telling you, today, today, okay, so to, we're in 2020 right now. Yeah. We're yeah. in the month of April. Mm -hmm. As far as I know, in the UK, pedophilia is wrong. Even, even around that. Even around that. Eventually... The, the conversations are already happening and I've, I saw there was some post there was some post and it was like it spoke volumes to me you know everyone what everyone's on in the UK they're on this whole liberal tip and it's all about you know you should be able to love whoever you want and do whatever you want as long as it's not in the law it's not harming nobody then cool somebody said this is going to get to a stage where people will be allowed to love whoever they want or people are going to use that and then turn that into making pedophilia okay. Do you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, a lot of people said, nah, never, there's going to be outrage. But the way the trend things are going, they're saying, rah, you should be able to love anyone you want. Justifying somebody who's, I don't know, four years old being in love with a 16-year-old. I'm not even going <laughs> to... That's called sexual abuse. <laughs> Fam, it is, that, it is wild, like... It's been happening and there's already conversations of that going on in the UK. There's, that's currently happening. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it is very wild. Very wild. Do you remember what we said about confronting the truth about yourself? How we said, you know, when it comes to identity, question, why do you like the things you like? Yeah, you yeah. Know, you know, who defines that being good or evil? You know, mm. where's that come from? Mm. Do the same thing to that. So when it comes to like, you know, things like, you know, just let them love who they want to love, pedophilia and things like that. The question then becomes, you're saying, because I see a lot of, many people listening to this right now saying, but pedophilia, no, that's a step too far. You know, mm. that can never be okay. Mm. Why not? Why not? Upon what basis are you judging that? Yes, 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 exactly. 
Upon, again, it's the same thing about identity. Mm. Upon what basis are you judging that pedophilia is not okay? Yeah. Because in a society, and you might not like this, that gets rid of God. And hey, listen, you, who doesn't want to listen to this whole thing about God, like it eventually comes back to this. It does. It actually like, does. It always comes back to God. Who? Mm -hmm. What is the God of your life? Yeah, yeah. What is that, that higher thing? that determines what's good or evil. Yeah, yeah. So you, you're saying that pedophilia, you know, that's a step too far. Upon what basis are you saying that? Mm, because mm. if the basis, now coming back to identity, because we said before that if something outside of you is defining your identity, um, that can be a good thing. That can be a bad thing. Yeah. Let's look at, can you define your identity for yourself? Mm. My answer is no. Can you have define your identity by yourself? Not fully. I think you can choose what you allow to define your identity. So yeah, you can you choose can what choose, you submit to. You can to. choose what you're submit to and what you're influenced by, of course. But you cannot, uh, I mean, but you can You can choose what you give your, you open yourself up to influence you. Yeah. But you cannot, you cannot define it yourself. Mm. What right, what power, what authority do you have to define who you are? True, true. I mean, you will say that, oh yeah, well, I am who I am, right? There's a problem with you saying that. <laughs> I see what you did there. Because your you name's there. not Yahweh. But I see, anyway, I see what you did there. Anyway, <laughs> you might say that was that was a Christian joke. Anyway, <laughs> you might say I define myself. Well, you didn't give birth to yourself. Yeah, right? yeah. So how much power do you have over your own life, really? Very true. Right? Very true. So if we're gonna say, you know. I don't think personally, that's my opinion. I don't think that you can define yourself. Mm. And if you cannot define yourself, you can only choose what you allow to define you. Yeah. yeah the yeah. question then becomes, you know, ah, and here's the other thing. Remember what we said about society and human beings being fickle and how any society, if they define themselves, you know, what was a crime yesterday will be, you know, a heroic gesture tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's the same thing with you. Like, how many times have you been in a situation when there was something you said that you hated because it made you feel horrible? Mm. Like Brussels sprouts. You hated Brussels sprouts. So you hated broccoli. Yeah. yeah. Or olives. That's a good example. And then yeah. you hit a certain age and all of a sudden you love olives. Yeah, it's Now, true. it's a very simplistic argument, but it goes to show that, like, for whatever reason, there are things that are outside of your control that can change your thoughts and your feelings on certain things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now, if you leave defining yourself to yourself... That might that's probably gonna end up doing more harm than good to you. Definitely. Um, because Definitely. you need to be rooted in something solid, not mm. not something that's sinking sand, perhaps. <laughs> so <laughs> I, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so let's bring it back again. Let's bring it back. So that's my opinion. Do you feel like an individual can define themselves? Uh no, not at all. Because I feel like, okay, let's go to all of the popular people or all of the celebrities that most people you know um most people will allow to influence themselves and influence their uh what's the word influence their not morals what's the word we we're just talking about perspectives their worldview no influence their Oh, what's the word? It will come to you. It will come to you. It's it's it's, it's identity. That's the identity. one. Identity. Wow. The one. That's the one I was looking for. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, 
in terms of celebrities, because a lot of people will, will base their identity off of celebrities and what celebrities do. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, I think it was, I don't know if it was Meg Thee Stallion or, or whoever it was, I don't even know. Like, they were, they were, they created the whole hot girl summer thing and come see the myriads and myriads of girls just saying, oh, hot girl summer and this and that. It's like, when you look at all the famous people that are influencing hundreds of thousands, millions of people around mm -hmm. the world, even they were influenced before they started. Do you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So in terms of that, I, I, yeah, man, I got to agree with you. You don't choose um, who you mold, you don't choose, or you don't um, mold your own identity. Mm -hmm. You can only pick who influences your identity. Now, what's this, yeah? Here's the problem. The, all the things around us that influence us, entertainment and things like that, mm -hmm. which if if we submit ourselves to those things and if we make them the standard by which we live our lives, if we make them the standard that we want to attain, mm. the problem with that is that that is not pure. Yeah, like yeah. Everything around us has some level of impurity mm -hmm. to, to, to a degree. Not necessarily everything, but things like media, things like celebrities, there's an impurity there. And I'm not just talking about the fact that they're not necessarily modestly clad or, yeah, yeah. you know, it's filthy language. But, like, what I'm trying to say is there are agendas. That's what I mean by impurity. Yeah, yeah. All the celebrities, all the people that have been allowed to be celebrities, mm. all of those individuals, have you noticed that there are certain narratives that are pushed and others aren't? Yeah, yeah. Have you noticed the, th the fact that certain things are popular now and other things aren't? Mm. Have you noticed the fact that, like, you know, things like Hot Girl Summer, why is that such a big, why is that so popular? Mm. Why is it that that's the narrative? Mm. Why do we have loads of girls like that as celebrities, as opposed to, why is it not popular to be necessarily, for loads of, to be intelligent? Why is that not one of the most popular things? Yeah. Why is it not popular to see, you know, a black couple? Mm. Why, why is that not the popular thing? Why is it that we often see black men with white women? Mm. Why, why is the popular thing to be the hyper-aggressive guy? Mm. And why is it that the message is so consistent in media and amongst many celebrities? That, to me, screams agenda. Yeah, and yeah. if that's what influences you, then that, what, what that tells me is that you are subject to agendas. Yeah, other yeah. people's agendas. Mm, mm, mm. And that's when you can be very, very easily manipulated. And you probably don't even know it. That's the worst part. And you don't even know it. Mm. Now, why would a person subject themselves to that? And I think one reason why a person, and again, we're talking about identity, mm. and particularly with young black men, young black women, uh, not even black people, just people in general, really. Mm. Um... I think it's because deep down, everybody to a degree wants to be accepted. Of course they do. Of course they do. What does that have to do with, with celebrities? Well, okay. Celebrities and, and, you know, systems and what society says is right, that is presented to mankind as the standard. Mm. That's why if you're a woman, you need to look like this. Yeah. Shout out to all our black ladies who are very curvaceous, by the way. You've become the standard of beauty, oh, but just in a different in a different color. Yeah, Unfortunately, yeah. they don't want to give credit to whom credit is due. Tell well, we, we're going to do that here. 100%. So shout out to our beautiful black sisters, Big shout our out. black wives, yeah, our black yeah. mothers, yeah, yeah. our black daughters. Yeah, shout yeah. out to all of you. 
Because at a point in time, like we were saying on a previous podcast, you have to go from sister to wife. Uh, Hallelujah. It's real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So let's, let's not even add. Anyway, so society has standards for things. Yeah, yeah. But the, the thing is, because society has standards for things, those things have been presented as the things to be attained. Mm. Become like the things that are desirable. Become like this and you will be desirable. Mm, mm, Hold mm. this position and you will be desirable. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel what I'm saying? We see mm. it on Twitter all the time. All it takes for you to be right is for a few thousand people to agree with you and to disagree with anybody who disagrees with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like t- the, the judge of Twitter are the people. And that it could be wrong. It could be a toxic thing. Yeah. But if everybody says, oh, this is the right thing, that suddenly makes it the right thing. Yeah. Why is that the case? Because human beings are gregarious by nature. What does that mean? We love to live in community. We love to live and in friendship groups. We love to live with other people. We want to be accepted. Mm. So if agendas are set by powers that be, and they have determined that certain things are what are desirable, mm. Why would somebody subject themselves to that? Because they see that's what other people look at as desirable. So if yeah, I become yeah, that, yeah. then other people, people will like me. me. Yeah, yeah, other yeah. people will desire me. Mm-hmm. There, right there, mm-hmm. is a massive identity problem. Yeah, when true. you are doing things for the acceptance of, of other, other people, people. regardless mm-hmm. of whether they are right or wrong. And what's worse, Serious. cursed be those Woe to those who call good evil and who call evil good. Mm, Somebody mm, just started speaking mm. in tongues right there. <laughs> oh my days. <laughs> Somebody just, I, I just have a feeling somebody just started speaking in tongues right there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Woe to those who call evil good and who Serious. call good evil. Some people right now, you're listening to me. Proverbs? And you're thinking, I don't even know if that's Proverbs. It's not like a proverb Anyway, some people are listening and they're like, oh, you guys are too preachy. Again, learn to listen to someone who has a different perspective than you. If you disagree, our DMs are open. They're open. They're open. You know, let us know. We understand that this is a very complicated issue. There are many aspects to it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we're not saying that there's only one reason why somebody would want to be desired by other people. But what we are saying is that's something that almost every human being has. Mm. They want to be considered desirable, including the person who says, I don't care what anybody thinks. That is a desirable perspective to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it makes you look like you are unhinged. Mm. You are unshackled. Yeah. It makes you look free. And people want freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loads of people are in denial. Yeah. Oh, that's not me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, <sighs> you know, I don't, I, I do, I'm not doing this because my boys are doing it. I'm doing yeah, it because yeah, I want to do it. I want to do it, sure. Mm. If that makes you sleep at night. What's this? I don't dress up to attract the attention of boys. <laughs> He's gone there. He's gone there. He's I gone do it there. because I want to do it. I told him not to do it. He's gone <laughs> you there. You didn't say a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I do it because I want to do it. Now, listen, there is an element of it where it's okay to consider what other people think. In fact, sometimes it keeps us in check. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it keeps us in check and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some, you know, it's okay to want to be desirable to the opposite sex. Like, there's yeah, no crime in that. perfectly fine. Listen, perfectly fine. I, I, don't know, I don't know about you, but as a guy, you know, if I'm going to go out and I know my lady is there, mm. I'm going to dress way better because she's there. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. You feel what I'm saying? 100%. Like, I'm, you know, if I'm going, like, literally, like, I could go to meet my friends. I could, I'll dress up. I'll be cool. Yeah, cool. But if I know I'm meeting the lady 
or you know, if I'm a single man and I know there's a potential to be of the opposite sex, yeah, I'm yeah. telling you women as a man, I'm going to put more effort into it. 100%. Oh, no cap. I'm like, gonna, if, like, yeah. if I'm just going with a man them, yeah, I won't cap to you. Straight track suits. Yeah. Not a care in the world. Or when just girls are there. Do when when girls are there, low key make sure if 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 it's time, because you know, man, then we gotta strategically plan our trims. Come on. They gotta be strategically done. Oh yeah. So get the trim looking sharp, like maybe bust two two jeans, a nice crepe, you and know. Then you dress it, you dress like not all the way drip, but just enough drip to peak attention. Yeah. You see yeah, it. Yeah, you see it. You see it. Yeah. And you see right there, you know. It's it's because we want to attract the person of the opposite sex. Now, yeah, yeah. you know, it sounds like we've gone off on a tangent. We understand that we've gone off slightly. Mm. But what we're talking about is the fact that sometimes it is okay to do things because of other people. Yes, There yes, are some yes. times where that's okay. And women, you know, a lot of women say, I don't do it for men, I do it for myself. And that's because you've been made to feel like, one, men don't do it for women. And two, that's the only reason you do it. We understand there are other reasons why you try to slay on the gram. Yeah, and yeah. Bloody, bloody, blah. Some of those reasons are good. Some of those reasons are toxic. Use the truth to identify which one is which. But, <laughs> you know, let it be heard here. Let you it be man, heard man, by every woman. people's next boy. That, <laughs> listen, so, yeah, so women, let it be heard here. Let it be understood that. I don't know about other men, but for me as a man, I dress up for women, quote mm, unquote. Mm, mm, mm. And it's okay to do that so long as your identity is not rooted in that. Yes, 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 yes. Put a brilliant segue. We're yeah. back, right back into the topic. <laughs> <laughs> so, as we were saying before, when you do things for the sake of other people, because a lot of you guys deny that you're doing it for other guys, you know, you're doing things because your boys think that's cool. Mm. You know, when, for example, why, why is it a bad thing to be whipped? Because society will tell you as, as a guy, you look weak. Or for a guy anyway. But yeah, that's what society will tell you. Is that really weak? Now, of course, yeah, you shouldn't be so in love that you can be easily manipulated and not even tell. Boy. Now, we understand that's when it's quote-unquote bad to be whipped. Yeah, yeah. But in in a relationship where there's reciprocity Mm. and there's genuine affection Mm. and you want to impress this young lady and she's on your mind 24-7 and, you know, you desire to make her your own by marrying her, you desire to take care of her and to love her well, To you know, to serve, to live in service to her, mm-hmm. and for and reciprocity for her to live in service to you, and you want to share that with your boys. Why? Why is that a bad thing? Why is that weak? Because mm. it takes a man, it takes a man to do that. True, true. It true. takes an actual man to do that. There's a lot of qualities that girls want that you know, the way society tells man them is that you gotta be a hard man. Like we were saying in the first episode, you gotta be a hard man alpha male dominance xyz but then girls will say they want a man who's caring do you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying they want a man who can be gentle do you know what i'm saying and these aren't necessarily um traits synonymous with the alpha male if you will yeah so you know it just goes down to down to what people are are using to influence their own identity so how do you find your identity how does a young person how does a person find themselves we've identified that you know, you've got to confront yourself with the truth. Yeah. Why do you actually, because I enjoy it, what about it is enjoyable? Mm. Why, you know, why do you want to, for those of us who are married or for those of us who, you know, are having, you know, outs- for those of us who are in sexual relationships, mm. why does the guy want to have sex in that way? 
Where did that come from? Because I enjoy it. Oh, but you saw that on pornography though. Yeah, and why is that your model for sex? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Should that be your model for sex? It shouldn't. The answer is no. No. The no. answer is definitely let's, let's no. Let's not get this. Let's not get this conflated. Let's not get it mixed up. Let's not get it confused. No. Pornography is bad for everybody. Everybody. And even that Wrong. statement right there is controversial nowadays. No. <laughs> but again, why do you think pornography is okay? Yeah. Especially, let's let's just say the truth. Loads of those women have been sex trafficked and forced to do it. Let's just say it. I mean, I it. mean, there is that, but there's just a stupid amount of money inside porn right now. A stupid amount of money to the point where what? If I think I saw something that said if you drop like a sex tape on on like one of these porn websites, I think it was Pornhub or something like that. If you drop a sex tape on there, you get paid like fifty grand. People do it for for the money. Which is, boy, which that's, is that's, sad. That's problematic. Because the question is, is, again, it speaks to value. Yeah. What is that person? And again, that comes back to identity. Exactly. What, what are those people? What is it? What do you value more? Mm. Your self-respect. And even self-respect is being redefined nowadays. Yeah. But what do you value more? Your self-respect or money? Some people have been forced to do it because they're in a top position. Yeah. Or they have chosen to do it because that seems to be to them the only option. The better of two evils. Okay. Oh, fair enough. I like we I we understand it's not always black and white. And we pray for, for people like that because it's it's not easy. It's that not God easy would would, you know, help their financial situation, help them to get out of that. Mm. Because a lot of those people, it's not as enjoyable as it looks. I'm just letting you know. There's but, a whole load of drugs and trauma, but hey ho. Seriously, seriously. So um you know, again, even that speaks to value. Yeah. Why is it that your body is worth less than money? Mm-hmm. Do you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and why do you enjoy, why do you think it's okay for you to watch that? Mm. You know, why do you think, why do you think that's cool? Mm. Where's that come from? Yeah. Who told you that was okay? Yeah. And so you might be turning that around on us and saying, well, who told you it was wrong to watch pornography? Oh, well, let's talk about that. <laughs> you know, when it comes to identity, let's ask that question that we asked before, because it's linked to that. Yeah. How does somebody then find their identity? How can they find who they are? Well, I think that ultimately, um, when it comes to identity, mm. you know, it's a word that's become very rinsed in Christian circles. Yeah, yeah. But it really is rooted in purpose. So just over the past couple of hours, I was just thinking about this question and... You know, we call a spoon a spoon um, based on its purpose to a degree. Mm. We call a fork a fork based on its purpose, mm. right? Um, and so it's identified as a fork because of the, the purpose it is meant to serve, um, the use it's meant to serve. Mm. Um, and so even when it comes to uh, human beings, your identity is rooted in purpose. Yeah. It's a word that's been rinsed in Christian circles, but that's the truth of the matter. Well, if you're not a Christian, like whatever you might be, maybe you've never come across this concept before, but identity really is rooted in purpose. Um, it's your purpose that will determine, you know, who you are to a degree. Yeah. Because you need to be who you need to be so that you can fulfill that purpose. Mm. Um, now, some of you might be saying, well, I don't know what my purpose in life is. Well, you might not, find your whole purpose just yet. Yeah. But there are seasonal purposes. Yeah. There are environmental purposes. Therefore. So what do I mean by seasonal purposes? It's like, okay, what season of life are you in right now? Okay, you're in this particular season of life. What is it that you need to accomplish? What are those good things that need to be done around you? Do you Mm. feel what I'm saying? And are you fulfilling that purpose? You know? Mm. Um, 
So yeah, there are definitely seasonal purposes. So follow the seasonal purposes. What's your purpose for this season? Yeah. You know, what what is your purpose for the current environment you're in? Mm. You know, you're you're living at home right now. Okay. What's your purpose in what's your relationship purpose right now? What's your purpose in this particular relationship? Yeah. So if your parents, maybe your purpose is just to be a good son. Mm. How can you be a good son? What are the things you can do around you now to help fulfill that purpose? Mm. Um in this season that you're in, you know, you're a student or you know, your husband, your wife, which is a season that lasts the rest of your life. How can you be the best husband or the best wife that you can be? Yeah. Do you feel what I'm saying? How can you serve those people around you? Mm. You know, for we Christians, um, the purpose is definitely linked to God. Mm. So part of it is ultimately it's just glorifying God, making God look good, mm. you know, giving God good reputation as far as everyone's concerned. You call yourself a Christ follower? You know, let your let give Christ a good reputation. Then, mm. do you know what I'm saying? And there's a purpose in that. So that affects everything. It's like, okay, that means you have to be good at your job. Mm. It means you have to be a good husband. It means you have to be a good wife. It means you have to be a good son. Mm. You know, it affects it affects everything literally. So, True. what's your what's your seasonal purpose? What's your environmental purpose? What's your relational purpose? Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? And these need to be, for us Christians anyway, things that are serving others because that's loving others. Mm-hmm. Um. And then the other thing again, like what are you called to? What do you feel a burden for? What bothers you? What what wickedness do you want to stop? What evil thing do you want to change? What good do you want to do? Yeah. Even from a non-religious perspective, it's just beneficial to humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's desirable. Um, and then some people might be saying, well, what is purpose talk? Why does it matter? Why can't I just live my life doing whatever I want to do? Why can't that be my purpose? You know, I just do what I want. Um, I mean, before you say what you're gonna, what you're gonna say, I think that's a terrible way to live your life. You know, just going about with the mindset of uh, I don't want to be shackled to have to do certain things a certain way. I want to be able to do whatever I want to be able to do, and I don't want anyone to hold me accountable for anything I'm doing. I think that's a shocking way to live your life. Like, and a lot of people that don't have Christ you know, that's the kind of moral compass they operate by because then it all comes down to moral subjectivity. So then it's a thing of I can do what I want and you can't question me because you can't question my morals. Do you know what I'm saying? That's how you have people justifying murder. You have people justifying rape. Mm. You have people justifying child paedophilia. Mm. Um, so yeah, on, just on a quick side note, that is a, that is not a way to live. That is shocking. Now here's the thing, like what, what David aka B, what he's doing there is he's working that mentality to its logical conclusion. Because mm. a lot of people live like that. Yeah. Just yeah. do whatever makes you happy. Yeah. That's how a lot of people live. That's the rule of law for a lot of people. Yeah. As long as I'm not hurting anybody else and I'm making myself happy, mm. that's absolutely fine. The problem with that is that work it to its logical conclusion. Like do whatever you want. When you work that to its logical conclusion, eventually anything is justifiable. Yeah. Any wicked thing is justifiable because it's whatever you want. Well, you say, I don't want anything wicked. Well, not now, but there's a situation that could possibly arise where you, where that, that particular worldview of just doing whatever you want will end up with you doing evil. Yeah, because like even an example that I tell people when I mention this kind of thing is um, obviously something that fits into the bracket of not being against the law, but then... Uh, maybe this is against the law, I don't know, but something that doesn't harm other people. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, ch- somebody that masturbates to child porn, like they're in the comfort of their own house that they pay rent for, 
you know, that's their computer that they paid that they paid for, hard-earned taxpayer money, like they pay their taxes. Technically and speaking, they're not hurting anybody. Do you see what I'm saying? Some people will say that, oh, the child was, was hurt or abused in making that child porn, and I understand that, but then it's not the person who's masturbating to that. Do you see what I'm saying? Some mm. people will say, obviously, they're endorsing it because they're watching it and taking pleasure from it, but if it was a system whereby there's no other way to gauge a moral compass... Um, then that becomes all right, and you can't question such a person. Do you know? Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, what's your what's your identity rooted in? What's your purpose found in? And for those people who say, you know, purpose doesn't matter, mm. a purposeless man is easily breakable and yeah. easily destroyed. True. Easily manipulated. True. As, as we said with identity, because remember, identity is rooted in purpose. Mm. If you have no purpose, a purpose will be given to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll just end up being a brainless, mindless, blind person being used for the purposes of other people. Yeah. That's called a robot. You Magic. literally end up becoming a mindless sheep being used for the purposes of others. Mm. Um, and more often than not, when those purposes are determined by human beings, human beings who don't know God, mm. Um, human beings who don't know the true God, mm. <laughs> let's let's say that too, mm. you end up being used for evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so if you lack purpose, it will be given to you. So again, like if we want to ask that question of how do you go from, you know, having no identity, quote unquote, or not knowing your identity to having identity, it comes back to purpose. Mm. What is your purpose? Yeah. You know, and for if you don't know what your purpose is for your entire life, which is okay, not everybody knows it, you will eventually know. Yeah. Um, at least for we Christians anyway. Mm. But if you don't know what your what your life's purpose is meant to be, then look at your surrounding environment. You know, what good can you do? Yeah, yeah. Because that good is beneficial to human society and it's mm. beneficial to you. Doing good does you good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's literally the best conceivable option. Mm. Um, and how do we define what is good and evil? Well, that needs to come from something much higher than ourselves, like mm. we said before. Otherwise, what's good and evil becomes malleable. And mm. that's when you have massive problems. Massive, massive problems. So uh, I hope that that makes sense. And I hope that's that's a good starting point for you to evaluate for yourself and, and to hopefully launch from there. Um, do you have anything more you want to say? No, nah, man. No, nah, I've summed it up pretty much. Uh, and on my side, I'm good. Well, listen, as always, get yourself a little bread, get yourself a little blue, and make yourself a part of the purple people. Shout out to the purple people, the purple nation. Gang, gang, gang. We love you and we're out. Peace. Peace.